The Sport Industry Access Podcast, episode 112. How can creating influence enhance a sporting event experience? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who is an expert in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in the sports event sector. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Andrew O'Loughlin. Andrew is a leading events advisor, experienced designer and mentor. With over 25 years of experience in the sport and entertainment industry, he specialises in supporting event owners and industry leaders so they deliver successful event experiences for their target audience. I have to say I'm very fascinated about Andrew's line of work and career journey and for that reason it's brilliant to have him as a special guest on the show. That's why in today's episode Andrew will share his sports career journey and explain to you how creating influence can enhance a sporting events experience. Andrew it's great to have you on the show. Please can you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Hi Ed, thanks very much for having me on the show. I, uh, yeah, my my journey started about twenty odd years ago. Uh, like a lot of um, people that are in the industry and, and looking to get into the industry, I had a, a real passion for sport, and um, I received some good advice at the time. And I was at, at university in Dunedin, in New Zealand, was where I where I grew up, to I guess identify a place or a sport that I wanted to work in and um, and reach out to them so which is great advice and I suppose obvious advice in some ways but I, I took that advice on board and wrote a letter as you did in those days um, to the the founder of an, an event which is a famous event in New Zealand called the coast to coast which as the name suggests goes from one side of New Zealand to the other um, it's a multi-sport race and it's a really iconic event and something that had inspired me as a as a young man, and um, I thought it'd be something that'd be quite cool to work on. So I, I wrote um, a letter to Robin Judkins, who was a, a pioneering, inventive man in the uh, in the, the sports events world in New Zealand, and um, he picked up the phone and called me the, the next day. So I think I was in his office, you know, a couple of days later, and, and working on my first sports event and starting my career journey. So uh, that's that's how it all began. Would you mind sharing to the listeners your academic background? Yeah, sure. I I studied uh, at the University of Otago, which is a fantastic uh, university, um, great reputation in terms of sport and uh, physical education and, and medicine and all, all sorts of um, uh, studies and fields. And I, I actually completed a Bachelor of Physical Education and um, Bachelor of Commerce. So 
um, a, a little bit of a mix um, back then. And I'm, I've actually also back at university in some respects. So I'm um, embarking on a PhD with um, Victoria University here in Melbourne. So just starting that journey and, um, yeah, just, just delving back into the academic world. Out of interest, with regards to your degrees and, and the work you're doing now, how has that supported you with regards to your career journey looking back now? Uh, it's a good question. I, I think, I say obviously, but maybe not obviously, I think um, it's important to have that, that tertiary education, I suppose, and that, that uh, grounding to um, to call upon. I do think that education was very much about real-world learnings and, and building networks and friendships and um and that's it also stood me in good stead until today, really. And I think um, it certainly gives you a, a robust, rigorous way of going about learning. But I think it also, and it ignited a passion in me, I suppose, for learning and, and understanding our work. Um, but it also gave me some great networks and some great friendships to, to call upon. And I, I, still, I still work with and uh, call upon today. Out of interest, what are you doing for your PhD? So, yeah, I'm, I'm actually focused on the area of, of sports events, and so it's very aligned with my work, um, looking at the influence that events have on our behaviour, and um, specifically in this case around the influence of mass participation sports events on people's physical activity and um, how much influence do they have, I guess, beyond the event day. I guess there's a natural assumption that people are more active on the event day than they perhaps normally would be, but um, certainly leading into those events and uh, post-event, what's the what's the legacy, what's the influence on people's behaviour, and also in the, the, the different um, parts of our population um, and what, what influence is that having on people that are perhaps less active um, than they could be or should be. Well, I find this really, really interesting. Just looking at sport as a bigger picture now, how have you seen the sports industry develop from the last 20 years relating to your experience? Yeah, look, it's changed in many ways, and obviously would be um, kidding ourselves if if we didn't acknowledge that the world is a different place than what it was 10, 20 years ago. But I think in in many respects also, it's um, the fundamentals are are the same, and and from an event perspective, you know, people um, still want to come together and, and enjoy something that they're passionate about. Um, and you know that's inherent, I suppose, to our industry, and, and something that we still draw upon. Obviously, how we consume that um, that sport and, and those events has has changed um, in terms of the way we interact with it and share it um, at the time and, and after. Um, but in many respects, it's it's the same. And and I, th- I think events has always evolved. Um, quite quickly because our, our work we've got a very quick feedback loop on our work who works on public display and people are very passionate about what we put out into the world so I think um, you know whilst whilst events and sport has changed it's um, you know it, it's it's only in, in some ways. Just relating to the listeners listening in who would like to work in the sports industry what career skills have supported you looking back now? Oh look I think um skills in terms of working with people are, are essential and I guess what I learned very early on was um, and, and a reminded still that you know the outcomes of your work are really a sum of the people around you and um, and the people the, the strength of, of the people you can draw into your work and 
um, leading people but working alongside people and, and getting the best out of people will mean that um, you know you, you'll achieve a lot more so that that skill to understand what people are uh, trying to achieve and, and helping people achieve that is a, is a very important skill pretty critical one in the in the whole mix absolutely just relating to today's podcast topic now how can creating influence enhance a sporting event yeah look i um are a big believer that events uh, can be and, and should be uh, an influence on people's behaviour and, and their attitudes in, in some way um, and that it should change the way that we think about things and, and what we do and I think every good event has has a purpose to it and whether that's to get people to engage with a sport or um, you know to, to connect with something or to share a message or make people aware of something or, or to sell something to them. Um, events are a great platform to influence people um, and to connect with people. And I think, um, you know, the events that do that well uh, are really you know, leveraging off that platform and, and succeeding because of that, that influence and, and making the most of that influence. Out of interest, what inspired you to start your own company? Yeah, look, I've had a fantastic journey in the industry and I, I felt like I've got some learnings that I want to, to share with people. I'm currently working with um, event owners, I guess, to help them create more more influential events, more successful events and um, I guess have a, an understanding, I think, of the, the opportunities but also the challenges that the industry puts in front of us and, and I'm also alongside helping event teams and event owners working with event people um, coming through the industry just to help them navigate their way through the industry, which is, again, is very inspiring and um, but also you know, a challenging environment to work in. So probably trying to give, give back a bit of um, what I think is, is useful information and, and knowledge that people can use to make their work a bit better and, and maybe make their lives a little bit easier as well. Out of interest, go, just going back to your first event, you're a you're involved in with the coast to coast event how has that changed with regards to mobile behavior with the audience to events now if that makes sense because a lot of people are sharing their experience a hell of a lot more on social media does that have an impact to create an influence out of interest yeah absolutely i I think um i mean the coast to coast is an event which i've stayed connected to and it's um something you do in events i guess you become quite passionate about these things and the people that are involved but um and i think that probably is an example of uh, people want to share their experiences as as we always have but i guess we're enabled now to share them in different ways and um you know uh, traveling and from one side of a country to another across some pretty amazing landscapes and is um is, a, is quite an amazing feat but it's also one that gets you know rightfully gets shared and on social channels and amongst friends and, and family and, and wider so you know I'm, I'm sure that they are capitalizing on that and um and i suppose in a, a new world of, of technology it, it opens up a whole different audience to them to you know sort of embrace the event that they that they provide and that people participate in so it's um i'm sure for them but we certainly see it across all all events um it's it's really enabled a much greater reach and scale that you know potentially previously wasn't available to to many events that if they weren't on tv then it was difficult for them to to have the reach and the scale that they would they would like to have but i think you know today's technology is obviously a great great enabler for many events of all all tiers and types to um 
yeah, to capitalize on. Out of interest, what inspired you to start a podcast show? Yeah, thanks, Ed. We, uh, Amanda Jacobs and myself, who uh, Amanda is someone who's worked to the highest levels in the industry, including the London Olympics, and worked with, with myself at, at Limelight Sports and, and other major events. But Amanda and I have a passion for the industry, and, and I guess we realized that um, the industry – lacked a, a voice in some respects and there's been a real um, a, a gap and a real demand uh, for event people to hear from people like us um, and I think our world is a bit different and we have different challenges and opportunities and it's really been about sharing the stories of some leaders, some experienced people in our industry to, to share their, share their real world learnings and the, the great stories that come from events so um, we've had a lot of fun connecting with some very talented and passionate people and um, it's been great talking to them and, and sharing their stories and we've had a, a lot of great feedback from people who are embracing that and I suppose connecting with that because it's, um, it's some some common themes that uh, we all experience and um, it's, it's hard to connect with other event people sometimes we're, we're very social people and we like to not to network but um in some respects it's a, a fragmented industry and we're all very busy and um, potentially you know not not as able to to talk to each other and share stories and learnings and, and more stories with each other so i think the event show has been a great way for people just to to um check in with each other and and hear other stories from other other leaders in the industry and for people getting into the industry it's also um, I think being a great resource for people to hear about how to get into the industry, um, you know, what are some of the pathways, what are some of the, the strategies and, and things that you can be doing to find your way in the industry and, um, and continue in the industry as well. So, yeah, check it out. It's called The Event Show. It um, seems to be going down pretty well, so I hope people are enjoying it. That is great. To all the listeners listening in, that podcast show will be a link on my website relating to this blog post. Andrew, out of interest, what have you been up to recently? Yeah, look, I'm um, as, a, as a touch, I'm working with helping event people create, invent new events, and, and reinvent seems to be a, a common theme as well. I guess it's about having that that influence on the audience that, you, that you're desiring to have and you know, front of house, but also helping them back of house, uh, you know, make sure that the, the model's right with their event and and that they are creating you know, manageable and sustainable and scalable uh, events and um, both you know, for their organisation, making sure that the, the event's tying back to the purpose of the organisation and that it's got a, a purpose for their for their audience or their tribe, as we like to say. You know, it's, um, the event's actually providing something, and it's it's famous for something, and really honing in on that and working on that with with event people. And but as I say, also working back of house to make sure that you know it's fine to have a, an event that has great influence, but if that's not um, sustainable or profitable um, for the organisation, then then that's that's not a that's not a success story. So. Yeah, I'm enjoying working with a whole variety of, of different events and different sports, and it's great to be able to, to do that. I've worked in, the, I suppose, the highest levels in terms of world championship and, and games events um, through to national events, through to, to grassroots events, and worked with big brands and and you know smaller events as well. So it's great to get that variety and um, help people achieve what they're you know, setting out to do with their uh, events and campaigns. So it's, it's good. It's good fun. I have to say, I really enjoy 
what you do because with regards to events we forget the hard work which is done behind the scenes so I'm really enjoying this conversation Andrew just on a personal note what have you enjoyed the most from your sports career looking back right now for me it's about the people that you've worked with I mean I, I made a decision um, early on uh, when I was setting out my career that I, I wanted to work in sport and work in something that I was passionate about and um, you know, and that's in some respects not a hard decision to make. That's, um, but you've, you've got to commit to that, and there's some sacrifices that come with that, um, and a lot of hard work and a, and a lot of effort that goes into it. But, I mean, to answer your question, I, I've I've really enjoyed the people that I've got to work with. I think in sport and, and events, we know that people are passionate and full of purpose and and, and keen to you know, to, to do a great job and get the job done. And that's something that I, I really enjoy and I enjoy rubbing shoulders with those types of people. And and people are very um, goal-orientated, I suppose, and, and focused on progress and looking to see what's next and what else can we put out into the world and, um, you know, are very, very passionate about their work. So you, you get to mix with some great people and, um, and, look, it's a positive space to be working in to be creating events for people to enjoy and the public to enjoy and having your work put on display for people to embrace or, or critique. Or you know, I think it's, um, you know, it's a fantastic space and a great area to be working in. So I've enjoyed the people that I get to work with behind the scenes, but also being able to connect with a whole variety of people you know, out in the wider world as well. It's, it's a fantastic industry to be in. That is really great to hear, Andrew. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university students who want to pursue a career in the sports industry, especially in the event sector? Great question. It's obviously a very important one. I think the common advice is to to get yourself out there and, and volunteer in a an event organisation or a sport organisation. And I guess like I did, you know, identify um, a path you'd like to take and, and contact that organisation and um, and certainly the advice that we've received in asking that question, um, so it's obviously something that we all should be doing. I, I'd also say that you know, there's there's a need to do that to build up your network, and, um, and a lot of people will say it's about who you know um, in, in sport and in events, but I, I think that's also only half the half the truth in that it's about you know what you know and what you can do as well, and I think... Um, you know, getting out and getting that experience is, is so critical and so valuable and our careers and paths are built on reputations and relationships and I think the the more you can get yourself out there and, um, you know, we're, we're very reliant on good people and the event world. We we've got very lean teams and we need to get the job done pretty quickly and, um, you know, we, we grow as, as teams and organisations quite quickly sometimes so you need to know the people that are coming in are capable and or at least are passionate about their work. So I think, you know, my advice is to get yourself out there and um, make some opportunities happen for yourself. That is great, Andrew. I really do hope the listeners take that on board. I certainly have. How can people interact with you online? Yeah, great. I, look, you can look me up at andrewolochlin.com. Um, I'm on, on, on LinkedIn as Andrew O'Loughlin as well. And, um, if you'd like to check out our uh, podcasts um, alongside your great show, Ed, um, we're, we're the event show. You can find us on iTunes. And we've also got um, a thing going called the Event School, which is helping people in the event industry find their way. So that's the it's eventschool.global if you want to look us up. That is great to all the listeners listening in. All those links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Andrew, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ed. Thank you very much. What a really interesting podcast chat with Andrew. 
For me, I really enjoyed this podcast chat. Why? Because without a doubt, sometimes I forget, even on this podcast show, that sport is all about that next event. And sometimes we forget about the processes, how the event is planned, what goes on behind the scene, and even the people who do such amazing work to make the event happen. And with regards to what Andrew does, I think it's really important and really interesting because relating to his PhD, which is doing, we go to a sporting event for a reason. And it influences us with our behavior, which then we share on social media or to people about our experience. And, you know, it can go on with regards to sport. And the biggest thing from an industry perspective, and I've said this already, sport is all about that next event. And if you can understand that starting your career in the sports industry, you'll get a better understanding how you can add value to the sports industry. And without a doubt, Andrew and I had a great chat afterwards about how students can get involved. Volunteering at these big events, they always need an extra pair of hands, is a fantastic way to start your career in the sports industry. Why? You will really be engaged with different people who have different tasks, and it's a great way for you to get a great overview how an event is run. And in time, you'll find your place, your purpose, where you can add value from an event perspective. And also, as he already mentioned, and I hope you take on board, you meet people at events. And that's how you can really introduce yourself to the world, especially in the sports industry. But most importantly, you can really showcase your skill sets. So look, I really do hope you enjoyed this podcast chat and I really apply those employment skills, which Andrew mentioned during our chat. So take action, volunteer, hustle hard and go for it. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Andrew said, have the skill to understand what people are trying to achieve and helping people to achieve that is key to starting a career in the sports industry.